0: He's a comedian. Yeah. He is? No, not joking. Welcome to day, it's Josh James. Hello, welcome back to that Josh James show with me, stand up comedian Josh James. As ever, I'm joined by my trusty right hand man, top producer in the game, the Italian stallion, aka Salvatore Bacconi. How are we doing, Sal? Yeah, alright. Good. Thank you so much for being here again, as uh, my 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 confidant.
1: Yeah, let's let's not uh, put on any airs, shall we? The only reason we're doing this episode is because once again, one of our guests is late. So he's
0: late. He's late. We won't say who it is, but no, he's no, late. We don't so we're doing we dig a little. We were, you know, we thought, well, that's not chucking in it's chucking a little cheeky episode. Yeah, you why, know not? Mean? why not? Why um, not? How's your week been? My week's been all right, actually. Week's been okay. Just been um, living life. I mean, I don't know when this is going to come out. It's been all the big hoo-ha in the boxing world with the Conor Ben thing, which has been all a little bit mad. I mean, to be fair, because I don't really watch the news anymore, um, the only news that I occasionally look at is the sports news. So, I mean, it's great because obviously it makes this, um, you know, like this podcast all about really current affairs, you know what I mean? So... But yeah, that's, uh, I've been watching all that this week. I'm not sure when this podcast is going to go out, though, so that might oh, be weeks why, it's ago. It's
1: wild. He's probably been nicked. Has he been nicked? <laughs> <skull. laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you reckon has <laughs> happened to him?
1: <laughs> well, okay, so we... So we got called for a fertility so drug. Let's, let's just say we're recording on the uh, the 8th of October. Right, right today. okay. And this episode might not come out until, like, November.
0: November. So let's talk about what do we think happened to him Predicting. in the future.
1: I reckon um, it's... And like, like obviously, you know, like, I I don't, I know fuck all about boxing. I'm just going off pictures I've seen of him and pictures of what he used to look like, pictures of what he is now. I know when someone's, I, I like to think, like, if I see someone in the gym, I could tell when they're juicing. Right, okay. Uh, uh, I mean? Let
0: me stop you there. I very much doubt you. Well, have like the average person, if,
1: if you put 10 people in front of me, right, and you said six of these guys are using steads, I could probably pick out at least four of them.
0: Right, okay. I disagree. <laughs> because as a a slightly weed shaped, flabby <laughs> Italian man who loves his pasta, I very much doubt you would know anything about if someone's actually worked hard down the gym or whether they've used the help of steroids.
1: I think you can, I've, I think generally, All the I'm average saying person is, can I tell. Th- you're
0: not an expert, are you? I'm not an expert. I just said no, that. No. <laughs> Take your top off. Let's see how you're doing. It's not about me, is it? What <laughs> I, I would say, <laughs> no, what I would say. Listen, obviously he's had the he's had the thing in his in his body, so he's taken. Listen, he's taken something that he shouldn't have done. Whether he's done that, you know, willingly, whether it's just been a mistake, we, we don't know. When we're recording this, we don't really know that yet. In the future, we might know. Um, but what one thing I would say is like comparing old photos of him to new photos of him. Of course, he's going to look in better shape. He's been training every day for the last five, six years. His body is going to get more muscular. It's going to get more improved. So, you know, I don't think that is actually um, proof that he is taking any, uh, you know, he's been on, on steroids.
1: So, like, just on that point, yeah, have you, you, see, you ever seen the strongman competitions, right? And they do ones where you're allowed to basically take steads. And there, there's ones where you have to, it has to be natural. They really rigorous, rigorously test. And the difference between the natural bodybuilders and the ones who are using is quite distinct. And it's almost like, the only way I can describe it is is like, do you remember Space Jam? Yeah. Do you know when they turn into the monster monster team? That looks like they've just sort of unnaturally kind of like grown in places where they probably wouldn't have if they'd just been... Doing, and and there's not to say there's probably people out there that look like they've been on steroids, and they ha- haven't, and vice versa. But I just think like, I just think like, on a gut instinct, just looking at certain people, you kind of think, he looks like they had a bit of help.
0: These sound like the words of someone who's a bit resentful because he's got bitch tits. <laughs> this is what he sounds like. They're not. They're not there. No, you're not in ba- not not bad t- shape. They're not, they're not
1: tits. They're, no. There's, there's, the thing is with mine is they're, they're sort of half pecs, but then they sort of start to droop a little bit. So whenever I've got my top off, I just t- tense it a little bit. And then yeah. as soon as I get out of eye I- shot of anyone, I just, <gasps> just let it all hang.
0: Do you know what I think is mad about steroids is that people that I know that are taken steroids, I've had friends that take steroids, they take performance-enhancing drugs. For what? Because they're doing a weekend in Marbella. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? How mad's that? Like, some, I get, like, a sportsman, they're taking it, they want a physical edge. Some of my mates or people that I've known have pushed their body to the absolute limit for a year just so they can look good around the pool for a couple of days how mad is that and some of them have like like had bad side effects from it that that's that's pretty vain isn't it that's pretty vain
1: what i will say about uh people using steroids and stuff like those people that you say there yeah i mean it is all just for the holiday photos isn't it it's all for it's all the for, instagram it's all for the holiday photos it's for the gram it's for like you know cuz they, they go out to those holidays and it's weird actually there was a tipping point i think And I think it was maybe about 2012 when all these house festivals started appearing in places like Croatia and like um, just places around Europe. I remember going to Hideout Festival in 2012 and really felt like it was about the music, felt like everyone was there because they wanted to have a good time. They were going to see DJs that they loved. And just after about 2012, 2013, house kind of became like... Sort of blew up, came, started coming to sort of more mainstream. Remember, like Benediction got like really big. It yeah. sort of hit the mainstream a little bit. I mean, loads of festivals started popping up everywhere, mm. and there was like a couple of summers where it got really popular. And my mates went to Hideout Festival in two thousand and thirteen, and they went to the one in two thousand and twelve, and I only went to the one in two thousand and twelve. And I remember they came back and they were like, "It's changed. It's this whole scene's changed." Yeah, and I was like, well, "What's what's changed about it?" It's like just blokes standing up to their heads with their tops off just like just like the, they said uh, every place is just all of a sudden just full of these like massive bruisers like juckers yeah, yeah yeah.
0: we we call them we call them juckers like geezers man bag roided up yeah. like dancing around like aggressively yeah, yeah, like yeah, not yeah. like not like the doesn't like, look like they're having fun. It's not like they're enjoying the music, feeling Like the they're music. there, they're just, they look like they're about to kick someone's head <laughs> yeah, in at any time. Exactly, yeah. You know what I mean? It
1: adds a level of tension. 100%. Onto those environments that shouldn't be there because house music's all about like just fucking enjoying yourself and like, you know, loving everyone around you and being part of like something in the moment. And taking copious amounts of drugs. And taking copious amounts of yeah. drugs as well. <laughs> But like, it's like the love drug, you know, it's taking ecstasy and like MDMA and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden you've got these absolute fucking units who look like they're on like an undercard. Yeah. 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 It's fucking scary. (laughs) And they've got sunglasses on. You can't see their eyes. If you saw their eyes, you'd be fucking more scared. They get photos. They don't (laughs) smile. They don't smile. They're all like tanned, ripped, six packs, eight packs fucking clearly been designer duty, gear designer gear drip it like no top on but like designer man bag maybe designer fucking you know shorts or whatever like and you walk into a if you walk into a rave or a club and you see those guys
0: instantly you're like oh yeah it like, just fucking fuck puts sake. the night on edge doesn't it you yeah. think oh here we go like you just yeah it's not a nice vibe I mean you get you just get so much around here I know exactly the sort of I would not even go to certain nights because I think it's full of those sort of those sort of blokes, and it just it just make, it does make you feel a bit on edge, you know.
1: And it doesn't feel like those guys particularly are there for the reasons that most people would go to those sort of places. It kind of feels like it's just sort of for oh, show. They're
0: not they're not there for the mu- they're not really there for the music, you know. They're not like obviously you're there for the love of the music. They're there for because that's just I suppose that's where a lot of the you know more. Sort of birds started going, who was a little bit more, you know, those sort of blokes attract like the really sort of like designered up bit trashy girls, you know Mm. what I mean? Mm. Who like, yeah, like, yeah, no, like, I know, yeah, like, I know he's been inside and that, but like, it's good boy, like, (laughs) it's good boy to me. No, I like a bad boy, I like, no, but I like a bad boy, like, yeah, do you like a bad boy now, now that he's in prison? You've got to look after the fucking two kids on your own, and now, and now they're like, now they're in their early 30s, these girls, and they're like, Oh, yeah, no, I just just want a good nice boy. That time's fucking gone. (laughs) That fucking ship sailed a long time ago, love. All right, all the nice boys, they got snapped up in their 20s and they went with nice girls. While you was off trying to fucking get yourself a Tony Montana, fucking Ronnie Cray wannabe, right? And now you're like, oh, but he's not doing a fucking 10 stretch for punching someone in a bar. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, are you surprised? Are you are you surprised? What? And now now you want a normal? Now you want a normal bloke? Do ya? Shock horror! <laughs> but you know what I mean.
1: I feel like that was a personal uh, thing to you. <laughs> I've seen
0: it so many times. <laughs> I remember there was there when I was younger. There was you know there was a couple of girls that I liked, but I just knew they was into blokes. Yeah. That was like, oh no, actually she likes that bloke. I oh, want that that guy that's just uh, fucking stabbed a uh, gazelle. The an the, the animal. <laughs> the, uh, what the yeah? What the one with a scar across it? I'm pretty sure I have got better personality and I'm better looking than that guy. But no, it's just, no, it's 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 cool. It's
1: what, no. Why Why do you think girls like a bad boy? Why do you think certain girls like it like a bad boy? Why do you think that is? What do you think that stems from?
0: I think it's maybe a status and a power thing. Protection. But obviously, all those blokes that are bad boys in their twenties we're just fucking losers in their 30s and 40s because Mm. no one lives that sort of lifestyle and and gets away. Most people don't. It's not sustainable, is it? It's not sustainable because they get caught. They all think they're not going to get caught doing certain bad things. But, you know...
1: um, I think as a youth, there's sort of a bit of like status associated with... Oh, he's the hard man, yeah. Oh, he used to be a proper hard night in school. Oh, he used to be I like... You know, say well that. and
0: truly that's washed away now as you hit 30. Yeah, oh it's yeah, of like, course, yeah. Oh, actually, who can get a fucking mortgage? You know what <laughs> I mean? Of course he can't get a mortgage all of his life. He's only been paid in cash. Of course he can't get a fucking mortgage. <laughs> he gone straight up his nose. Um, but do you know what? It's funny though with girls. It's like, well, girls, maybe you can let us know. Like, there's only a certain level of bad boy they like. So like, you know... A little ABH, that's bad. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> GBH, oh yeah, that's bad. But I'm sticking by him. I'm stick. I'm sticking by him. You know, arm robbery. Arm robbery. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pedophilia. No. <laughs> no. Oh, he's an nonce. But he's not your type anyway. But he's a bad boy. He's a. But yeah, he's not your type anyway. But he's. That's a bad boy. They're all bad boys, aren't they? <laughs> They're all bad boys. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Like. There is definitely,
1: I think there's definitely uh, a you thing. I've got female friends who, and I think there's a a distinction here between someone who's a bad boy and someone who's a bit of a dick and like the whole treat and mean, keep them keen mentality because I have female friends who make the same mistakes and go for the same type of guy over and over again. And it's just like, we... Clearly, there's an uh, attraction, uh, an allure to someone who maybe is a bit dismissive of you, or is sort of like has that sort of treat and mean, keep them keen kind of mentality. But I do know people who go and make those same mistakes over and over again. So there must be some sort of attraction. But listen, to
0: it. you've got to respect those guys that do the whole treat and mean, keep them keen thing. It's, there's definitely an art to it because I, I got a mate that um, that. He's a he's a real shifty guy, like even you know, he's about that life, basically. And I remember when we was younger, he would talk to girls like, Get me a drink, do all this and they'd be ah, oh, they'd be falling over themselves to to do it and I was like, I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna try this. But he's a good looking he's
1: a good looking guy
0: though. good looking, but it was more about like he's swaggering that yeah. he was a bit hard and like whatever. You know, it was the whole vibe with him. I remember I tried it a couple of times, I like, just like to girls, yeah, go on get me a drink. They're like, Fuck off, Josh <laughs> And I'm like, what? I'm like, yeah, you can come pick me up. And they're like, no, I fucking can't. Like, But he would say that sort of thing, girls, and they'd fall over him, but I'd do it. And they'd just be like, no, you're an arsehole. Yeah. So I don't know. It's a certain, uh, I
1: don't know. It's a certain demeanor that you have to have. You have to have a certain type of personality, maybe.
0: Yeah, I, I just... Um, but
1: be, be a little bit of an enigma. I think if you're sort of like the funny one who's taking the piss a lot of the time, they're not going to see you as like... Not going to seriously. They're not going to be like, oh, right, yeah, like he's, like, you know, he's he's sort of, he's an enigma. Because they kind of know what you're about. You know what I mean? Mm. There's no sort of mystery to the people that are always like cracking jokes and that. you're giving away a lot of your personality when you're doing that. True. But if someone's a bit more kind of sits back in themselves, you know, doesn't talk much, then when they do talk, they're like, get me a drink. You're like, oh, okay, then. Mm. You know what I mean? Like there's, because they want to know more, maybe. They're sort of like intrigued. They're sort of like, There's definitely the status thing. Actually, this reminds me of, um,
0: you know, like, you get those pickup artists. Oh, mate, I've got a story about this. Go on. One of my brother's mates once, he was like, you've got to read this book. It's called The Game, right? It's The Game. So it's basically about how to talk to women. You can get, like, gorgeous women because what you basically do is ignore them. But there's all these different techniques. You're peacock, so you dress a bit differently. He's like, yeah, and this guy... And I was like buying into it at the time because I was like 16 and I was like, yeah, yeah, I want to read this book. And I remember seeing him about a month later and he's like, yeah, this is my girlfriend. I see her and I don't want to sound chauvinistic, but she was fucking butters. <laughs> and I bought a book as well. And it was like 20 quid at the time. and I didn't have a lot of money when I was 16. I was like, oh, well, that, that's the one you've been telling me about. He's like, yeah, one of many. <laughs> and I'm like, fucking hell, what do the others look like? <laughs> Did you read it? I, I, I think I've got it upstairs somewhere. I've still got it. Uh, I read that book. I bet you read
1: it. No, 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 no.
0: I read that book. Mate, I actually believe you fucking read that book because I've seen your missus. She's a solid <laughs> 8, 9, 10 out of 10. And for someone who... I mean, we spoke about this before, but, the the you know, obviously the ratio between... Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, like I said, you've got great, you, you know, great person. You've got great. so many got, things about a, you. I've got a great set But of aesthetically, there's a real imbalance <laughs> there. You know what I mean? There's a real imbalance. So I believe you could be an undercover pickup artist, I reckon.
1: I read that book at uni because I wrote, I studied script writing at uni, right? And I, I wrote my a feature length, write a right feature length in your final year.
0: Mm. I
1: wrote my feature length about a pickup artist <laughs> whose life is just... Called,
0: called, uh, called <laughs> Salvatore... Sal- Sal- <laughs> <laughs> Diconi. Was it like you? Was it like an alias? Yeah.
1: It was basically about a pickup artist whose life like, like, was kind of going to shit because he's sort of like, you know... Long story short, he just sort of like, yeah. It was kind of trying to flip those type of guys on their head. Because I do think that it, there's something seriously wrong cool, with you Give this. us
0: a synopsis of the, you know... There might be some producers in that listening.
1: Um, uh, a pickup artist uh, takes on a new student as his protege. And... Um, Things basically uh, don't go the way that um, he expects when he's teaching him. Basically, I can't really. Steven Spielberg, if you're
0: using that's why I'm producing podcasts, not writing things. I tell you what, get on the phone to this guy. Cause that's a, that's a, that needs to get made. We'll re, we'll we'll do a read through on the podcast. I listen, maybe like I could be the leading man. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll tell you what, I will pull out one of the seats.
0: The protege could be like Big John or someone. It
1: is probably terrible, but I got a two-one for it. So just you know, just throwing that out there. So it was yeah. No, that's, that's... it. Wasn't bad. What uni? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what uni was it?
1: University of Central Lancashire. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. So a two. So a two-one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's 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 really that's yeah. there's been a lot of great filmmakers come out of yeah, the University yeah. of Central <laughs> Lancashire, isn't there? So, um, so yeah, well done, well done, Salvatore. Anyway, I fucking,
1: um, I uh, <laughs> I, I, I wrote the script, but I read the book as research, and it is kind of mad how these guys so, like, just to give you an idea of what these guys' philosophy is, I mean, you see them. Like you see how these guys dress?
0: They look—they all look like magicians. But that's they, it. They—they're peacocking, aren't they? Yeah, they're peacocking. Because they've got to stand like, out. You
1: wear something sort of extravagant. Or you wear something a bit weird because it makes you stand out amongst the crowd. They'll do this thing. We go. Oh yeah, you turn up to somewhere, walk in, look around. Always walk in with a smile on your face in a room. Always, always try and light up a room. Walk in, look around. Go up to girls. Chat to them for a little bit and then walk away and then come back to them later because it adds a bit of intrigue. Never talk to the girl that you want. Always talk to her friend so that she feels left out. It's all psychological manipulation, all that sort of bullshit. But the type of guys that you get buying into this stuff. Because I thought like now that culture's changed quite a lot, attitudes towards women have changed quite a lot. I thought that stuff had kind of died out. But I stumbled on TikTok the other day. There's a page of these guys going up to women in the street and trying these like lines.
0: I mean, what I would say is, I don't think there's anything wrong with chatting up a girl and also finding out techniques to to be able to do it better. Because going up and talking to a, to a female is 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 really, um, it's well, it's a hard thing to do. Plucking up the courage, isn't it? It's, it's very, it's very difficult. So but I, I th- actually don't see what's wrong with a little bit of help doing that. Yeah. yeah,
1: but I think there's a difference between you know a little bit of help with your confidence and going up and just going up and trying to manipulate, getting, getting yourself a mohawk. <laughs>
0: Yeah, there's a big difference between that.
1: Shall I play some?
0: Yeah, go for it.
1: Excuse me, do you, do you speak English? Yeah. I just saw you here and I thought you looked very nice.
0: Thank you, I like your tattoos. Do you have
1: any? No, I don't. What's your name? I'm... From where? Nice to meet you, Switzerland. Switzerland? <laughs> How are you doing? Good. You guys seem very serious today.
0: We are very much on the way, so... What does very much on the way very mean? Very much on the way means bye! <laughs> Jesus. Mate, <laughs> what, well, this guy's running a pick-up artist. <laughs> hey,
1: I had to come and say hello. I saw you strutting past. I was Aww, like, I need to take my thank chance. Thank you. Sorry, I'm going back to meet my boyfriend. Ah, uh, okay. No worries. Happy Have a lovely day. You.
0: Right, can I just say, if you're opening up a conversation with, I saw you strutting. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you strutting there. I just wanted to come and say hello. Um, I'm sorry. I, I Listen, I'm no expert when it comes to, you know, Anything chatting up, anything, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I would say using the word strutting um, yeah. is, is a big no-no. But that would be—I
1: I, imagine—he's using strutting because that is some kind of like you know, like there's a reason he's using that particular word. I don't Sounds
0: think... like a geography teacher trying to chat up one of his students.
1: Strutting into my classroom. Yeah. Did you come to London for a holiday or do you live here? But you came for uh, just to travel, to see to see the thing. And what do you think so far?
0: You don't like? I like it's nice.
1: Yeah? Okay, I'll leave you to Have fun.
0: These skis are just getting par, didn't they? Why is he posting these? <laughs> I don't know. Is there any where he's got any sort of successful.
1: It, like, the thing is, there probably is a success rate, but I don't know why he's posting. All his failures at this. Excuse me, sorry. Right. Stop one sec. I, I just had to come and say hello. Sorry if I scared you. I was—I just saw you strut past in your genie trousers, and I was like, I must come You're and say first. hello. Uh, well, yeah. Nice to meet you, James. You're slowly edging away. I don't want I know it's
0: to. Okay. Well, have a lovely day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Right. As well. I think you know it's not going right if you say, sorry if I scared you. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good, is it? All right, what would you be...
1: Like, say you're in his position, you're going up to a woman on the street, say you're single, say you're... In your younger years, if you were trying to do what he's doing, I was how would never you really
0: one to... Uh, listen, I've I've got friends that... Like, that guy that I mentioned, you know, like, treating mm. the mean, treating keen keen. Say we're, like, just out, he would just talk to a girl like that and they would just had a way of doing it, you know, but I never, I never really had the confidence to do that. I would just be more like, you know, pally with someone like, just have a bit of a laugh. Um, mm. You know, that was, that was just, that was more my approach, but, I don't know, it's difficult. There's, um, I, I think, I think really, confidence is, is, is attractive, isn't
1: yeah. it? Yeah. I think, I think for people, I mean, it might be slightly different for you, because I think, I think uh, girls might have had a, just like a natural physical attraction to you. I think in that circu- in that Why circumstance. Why would you say that? I think you're a good looking lad. You're fishing for compliments.
0: No, i was just <laughs> interested. What would you say? What would you uh, say about uh, me? Particularly good looking.
1: I'd say you got you got uh, you got a nice face. You know, you you're you're good looking. Lad. I think maybe the the fake anything? tan over the years has probably done a number on your skin uh but apart mm. from that i think you're uh i think you're good yeah
0: nice hair nice hair yeah nice nice good
1: straight egg decent bit of stubble you know like yeah. uh nice eyes there you mm. go good quite symmetrical and i think that's symmetry is uh sign of beauty really yeah. and you've got the fake teeth that yeah. always helps no they're it? not, fi- well, we'll uh, they're not fake well we distinguish on this podcast yeah, there. Ears, yeah. actually my real ones yeah, i've you, just got a brace you, you know because bra-
0: yeah. You know, some of us take take pride yeah. in our appearance. I mean,
1: um, r- real teeth don't fucking look like that. <laughs> but they, I think they look natural.
0: <laughs> they do. They do look
1: more natural than some. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, anything uh, else just before we go on? Anything else you would say? Is, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're you're in good shape. There we go. Yeah. But what I would say is would
0: attractive <laughs> on attractive personality as well, maybe.
1: Yeah, but we're talking about I'm talking about just purely just physical, physically, physically, okay. Physically. Well, there is there's more to me so, than so just my physical. But what I'm saying is, you know, say you're, you're in a nightclub. You go up to a girl. The uh, music's blaring. Can't really hear what people are saying. On first instinct, looking at someone in a nightclub, you'd maybe someone uh, if a girl looked at you, she might think, "Oh, well, he's an attractive lad." Whereas me, I've got to go and st- I, I used to have to go and stand out in the smoking. And 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 and
0: what's a fucking I, toilet attendant <laughs> on? <laughs> <laughs> Is this the geezer who just took the ticket from our coach? (laughs) The fuck? No, I don't want a fucking kebab, mate. Go away. (laughs) Selling hot dogs in the corner. Yeah, what the fuck? (laughs) I'll come get a burger later, mate, when I've left the club. Leave me alone, you weirdo.
1: Yeah, with me, I had to go and stand outside in the smoking area because if I want half a chance, I've got to get my personality across. How did you meet your bird? Well, we actually went to school together. Right, okay. But um, we only started speaking in sixth form. And then we went off and lived she'd our obviously lives for years and then met we He obviously
0: were, didn't work out probably with other people in the sixth form and you was down that you was probably what like down the list and she was like, Well, let <laughs> let's give this one a go. No, but we've only been together five years. Right. But we
1: we didn't see each other for a long time and then bumped into her on a train and then
0: Oh, so you 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 bumped into the train, so you went well, up to like, Sorry, I, so I, <laughs> saw <you strutting> <laughs> I saw you strutting past. you Sorry <laughs> if I scared you. <laughs>
1: The circumstance that I met my girlfriend is slightly different from like back when I was younger. When I was younger, and I'd go out and like if I wanted to try and chat someone up, I'd have to be out in the smoking area because I think initially, if I if this face comes up to you in a nightclub, music's blaring, you're just sort of thinking, you know, I I don't know, like I think I don't think I'm conventionally attractive. I think I'm so I'm certain people's type. Some people walk in, some, yeah? people, some people walk into a kebab yeah, shop. anyone a, who's, anyone, is, anyone who's blind. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, a, no I'm, you are. I'm an acquired taste, let's put it yeah. that way So, I think in, but the smoking area was a great equalizer, I felt. Cuz you could go out there and you could have a little laugh and a joke and you could maybe like spark up a conversation with someone if you've had a few drinks feeling a little bit more confident
0: and i'll probably say like any girls that are going to be interested in you probably do have bad breath so that's (laughs) why they are smoking they probably are they've got to be smoking something (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. fucking crack
1: (laughs) yeah so yeah i mean like any times that like that like when i was younger and so you just spend the night in
0: the smoking area
1: I I never really loved nightclubs, to be especially when I went to uni in Preston, right? right? So you've got to bear in mind, like, the nightclubs were fucking dog shit. I bet and they were, they were Absolutely awful. Yeah. So most of the time, just wanna go out, I'd just want to go out to socialise with my mates, really, not to go out and, like, dance to fucking Rihanna. We found love oh, for the fucking 200th the- time.
0: We found love in a hopeless place. We found love in a hopeless place. We need some singing lessons, I think. My, um, my, my missus can give you singing lessons. What's the other ones that you play? Uh, I wanna move 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 oh, it was me and my crew. Such a terrible period for music. But it, isn't was, it but those were ones that were played in usual clubs. What are the clubs I used to like to go? Did play more um house music so mm, yeah. I'm mean, uh, a bit like day and night kikudi. Don't, don't yeah, that so was, my, my. that's a great tune. that was a decent tune but there was a period
1: after that that kind of
0: Swedish House Mafia
1: yeah but even after that it was sort of like it was when Pitbull and Flowrider were like yeah that's mad charts. that they've
0: made um, like actually big career, like multi-millionaires from rapping
1: yeah when they're yeah just like that terrible period of music remember a lot of rappers just sort of all of a sudden started making like like electronic kind of club music Is mm. it, you know what it's like the one that sort of signifies it for me. Tonight's gonna be. Uh, oh, I fucking yeah. hate that song. Yeah, yeah. it's terrible. <laughs> it's Such bad music. No, no, that no. Just no. like damn it up. Early two thousand and tens. That period of music, yeah. just before the house scene started up again, was fucking t- absolutely terrible.
0: Yeah, we really hope the pandemic took out those sort of people <laughs> that made them tunes. <laughs> but um yeah, I think.
1: What about you? If, if you were so you'd be you'd be. In a similar situation, really, you'd have to crack a couple of jokes and sort of feel your way through chatting up a girl.
0: Yeah, I can't really... I mean, a lot of times I used to go out, I was, you know, I can't really... It's all, it's all sort of rolls into one, all a bit of a blur. Um,
1: There's classic ones where, like, my mate used to um, say that he worked at a Heathrow Zoo at picking up the penguins because mm. the fly, planes would fly over and it would knock the penguins over and he'd have to go in the penguin enclosure and pick them up. That was his little, like, story that he'd get to kind of break the ice with girls. One, it, of, it, it one, of my,
0: um, one of my dad's mates, a bit of a character, he's called Brian. And um, my dad's a pretty chill guy, but he's Brian, he's very chatty, you know, like... he. Uh, he was like uh, he was like yeah when he was young he used to tell girls that he was a secret agent <laughs> so like like mad like he used to have relationships with them but never used to give him his number the number because like he didn't want them all calling him so that he, should, he would call them on like a uh, tele like a pay phone or whatever <laughs> and be like oh, I need to keep but and they're like why can't I get hold of you he's like I'm a special agent <laughs> which I think is pretty funny
1: and it's it's kind of a good cover because they, they can't ask too many questions. Well, I can't really talk about that. Mm. I can't really talk about that, I'm afraid. Yeah, you know I mean, so it's a good out. Yeah. So if you if I mean that guy maybe needs to take sorry, I saw you strutting past. Yeah. I'm a secret agent.
0: Yeah, I saw you strutting. Game, this guy game over.
1: But um yeah, I mean any dating advice for I'm sure we've got some young listeners here. If, if you any uh advice talks obviously you're married now, I'm in a long term relationship. Maybe we can impart some wisdom. We have both found very nice women who have managed to put up with our bullshit.
0: Um, I just uh, don't force it, you know. Just let it happen. Really, would be, you know, my my advice. And life's just about just about having fun, you know. It's like it's not. It's have fun with your mates first and foremost, you know, because that's what you're gonna remember the nights out with your mates. Because it's gonna come a point in your life where. You, you won't have nights out with your mates and you, mm. you know what i mean enjoy those enjoy those nights you know it's all about being with the lads having a laugh getting pissed take the piss out of each other that's what it's all about i think
1: yeah. i never used to get those guys and a couple of guys at uni my first year that would knock about and their main objective on a night out would just be to pull mm. and you would walk in a club you go together and within five minutes they're gone you know and there's off. that great
0: chris rock bit where he's talking about some bloke's like, he's talking about, I think, going to a strip club. He's like, some of his mates were like, trying to talk to girls. He's like, hey, hey baby. She's like, go away. He's like, fuck this man, let's go to the strip club. <laughs> yeah, like straight away. <laughs> it's funny.
1: Yeah, it's, tr- it's true though. That like, Some guys, their night, whether they're going to have a good night or not, rests on whether they're going to take someone home. And I think that is just bizarre. I think that's bizarre to be like, to have that mentality. Surely you're going out because you want to spend time with your mates and if you don't want to spend time with your mates and maybe you need new friends or you need a hobby or something like that, it just it's just bizarre to me. I get it, like, you know, obviously some people, certain points in your, your life or whatever, you feel like, oh, could do with blowing off a little bit of steam or could do with finding someone or whatever, but I feel like it's changed now though because we like dating apps. I feel like going to a club to pull isn't really for the younger generation that's not really what they're doing like if you wanted to find somewhere you just go on the dating apps wouldn't mm, you really true
0: it's a great tool
1: so it's just like i think one night stands have probably like
0: plummeted haven't they um i would disagree with that i think it's, i think it's just because we're older and you know we, when you're younger that that happens all the time doesn't it you know one night stands and stuff
1: death of the one night stand why millennials aren't having casual sex anymore
0: I tell you what go to um, a Megaloof or go to an IB for, a go to <laughs> yeah, my but those environments and, 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 and try not see people just hanging out the back of each other every single night <laughs> but that, that's that's it isn't it you know yeah but those certain environments oh on like... a holiday mate it's like It's almost like the same rules don't apply, do they? Everyone's everyone's at it.
1: Over half of singles, according to a poll carried out by Plenty of Fish, think one-night stands are a thing of the past, with men more likely to agree with this idea, 61% versus 45% of women. Apparently one-night stands are less likely now because we're far more dedicated to finding the right person. Singles are focused on finding someone who's fully employed, has a financially stable income, a similar level of education, somebody who has a successful career, not just a job, and millennials are a very square generation compared to previous generations, which is neither good nor bad.
0: Am I a millennial? No.
1: We're millennials, yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think that's true, and that's such a big like statement. I just, I just don't think, I don't think that's accurate.
1: Why? Because I just don't think it is. Like, you know. I think from the obviously you can say look we've got older and whatever else, but I I look at like Gen Z. And I can't see them. Yeah, but when we're younger, we've done all that.
0: But like, when you turn yeah, your
1: but, 30s, you do that list? No, but I look at like Gen, Gen Z, I look at like the younger generation. I don't see the kids that are like on TikTok and all that sort of stuff going out and getting drunk and like, you know, in the same way that we used to. I feel like when we were growing up, like, Going out clubbing and drinking was everything. How many nightclubs are just like disappearing left, right, and Mate, center? Mate,
0: they're onto something more. They're all on drugs now. They're all going to the raves. They do it. More, they do it in a bigger, bigger way.
1: Yeah, but if you're going to a rave taking drugs, you're not looking for a one night stand, are you?
0: Um, you can't get it up for can sure start. You, you, you might do. I, I think. I think. Listen. I think. Uh, yeah. I think it's big generalization, and um, trust me, the youngsters are shagging. Whether you like it or not, they're shagging. <laughs>
1: I don't want to ask how you know that, but got some cameras set up in a few parts of Essex. I just,
0: I just no, they, this, this just tell what youngsters doing it, you know.
1: Be good to get someone on who's on who's like twenty one.
0: Want to ask them about their sex life? Yeah, yeah. that'd be a terrible <laughs> idea. <It's a> terrible <laughs> idea.
1: Oh, no, just to get a bit of a gauge of like what it's like to be twenty one years old going out. Not just this. Yeah, sex come
0: life. on, it's just yeah, yeah. So who was the last person you shagged? Um, tell us about it. Yeah. Break it down.
1: What was his name? That's what the people want, isn't it? I mean, yeah. So,
0: parting words for this episode? Any parting words this episode? You can't hurry love. Mm. I need love, love. Uh, okay. We'll see you so next week. Man. Five star I review on Spotify. Five star review man. on Apple Podcasts. Said, can't hurry love cross is very Ooh, bad for, for, for podcasts it's a, love, come, come easy. it's a game of give and take <sighs> see
1: you next week